Welcome to the Bisexual Podcast. Your favorite crafty queer Canadian content. I'm back. Feels like it's been a very long time since we've done. Well, I also you weren't here last time, so I guess it has been a long time since we've done this together. It has been, and the time before that, we also had a guest. So it's been like eight years, probably, since it was just us hanging out. Yeah. I miss you. What's What's going on? How's things? Things are things. They're definitely things. Um, I think last time I was here, I was talking about my my brand spanking new meds. And uh, oh boy, have they been getting a workout. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but they, they, they do the thing that they're supposed to do. So that's cool. Love that. Yep. No false advertising. We like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sounds fun. Single use. That's... Yeah. Have I been up to anything exciting? Probably not. What about you? How's your life? You know, same shit, different day. Oh, 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 oh. Ask me, ask me if I have any FOs. Already? We're... I didn't get to talk about my life. Uh, fine. All right, go. I'm, I don't know. I go to school. <laughs> yeah, you do. And you're the best at it. Eh. It's fine. Um, we have um, a persuasive research essay for my English class, and I'm going to write about, I think I'm going to write about yarn bombing in particular. Oh, heck yeah. Craftivism was too broad a topic, so we, we've yeah. narrowed the focus to yarn bombing in particular. Cool. Oh, this will be exciting. It's been a while since we've had a craftivism update from you. Yeah, so I got a bunch... I got all of the craftivism books out of the library again and i've been going through like the database that we have in the school library looking for articles about like academic articles about yarn bombing and i've actually found a few so that's pretty cool how yeah <laughs> um how many books about craftivism does the library have three that's a good number yeah i mean that's a solid number of books they're hefty oh damn damn they are <laughs> that counts for like at least five books I'm pretty sure, yeah. Like, they weigh a lot. So I think that means that they're good, right? That's how books work. It's like yarn. It goes by weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully hopefully I'll be able to, like, because we're supposed to have five sources for the essay. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to pull something out of all of them. Yo, <laughs> can you source your own podcast? 100% not. I don't know if that's true. I bet you can. I'll just, I'll email my prof and be like, hey, so I talked about <laughs> craftivism on the podcast before and be like, can you just, can we? It's a site. Is that cool? Source. You can cite that source. I'm not going to do that. There's a TED talk about it. Heck yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. In a few, I, my like essay is not due until mid-April. So like ask me about it again in mid-April and I'll be the expert about yarn, like the social, social political ramifications of yarn bombing. It's due in mid-April, and you're reading books about it now? Fucking keener. Well, because the research proposal memo was due yesterday, and then in two weeks, the annotated bibliography and a le- uh, essay plan is due. The week after that, uh, the first draft is due, and we're doing peer editing. And then two weeks after that, no, the week after that, um, the final draft is due. So it's the only thing I'm going to be thinking about for the next month. Damn. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for an essay you could just bang out the night before. I also, like, I have never written a draft of anything in my life. (laughs) (laughs) 
Remember that one time we tried to draft a business plan and then we <laughs> just, just went for coffee it. instead? Yeah. <laughs> and so that's my life. I am looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, I remembered another thing. I grew out my underarm hair. Cool. Yeah. That's uh that's a new fun thing. It's actually not that new. It's been a while. But I was real fucking depressed for a while and hygiene was not my priority. <laughs> and then eventually I was like, Oh, I should shower. And then I got in the shower and then I was like doing my shaving and then I went shaving on my arms and I was like, wait a minute. That was cute. <laughs> so I left it. And now it's like you can't see. This is a podcast. No. <laughs> but there's like a good amount. And it's cute. And I'm excited about it. I have never had that before. Because I have always been under the impression that if you are femme, you have to be hairless. And no fuck that. Fuck your patriarchal beauty standards. Yeah. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's my life. <laughs> I have panic attacks and underarm hair. <laughs> Um, but you you wanted to talk about your FOs. Uh, yeah, I think so. I so have you, one. So you have you have um, panic attacks, underarm hair, and FOs. Uh, so uh, that's like a uh, FO singular. Don't make that face. <laughs> I guess that's uh, it's something. It's more than I've had in ever a long time. I guess the last one was like January when you had the socks for the knit me kit. No, I mean, knit me FOs don't count because I have to do those. But they're still technically FOs. Yeah. Okay, fuck yeah. Then I have a bonus FO. There, you, there. You've had like three so far this year. Four. Four. Because bonus FO. I finished my brother's Christmas present. Not a Last week. Too soon. (laughs) It was a single pair of socks that took me a month before Christmas to this long. <laughs> um, but in my defense, his feet are ginormous. Like, ginormous. It was basically, so they, it was the equivalent like, of making like three socks. Oh, definitely. So technically three FOs. In the technical Is sense. a singular sock an FO? I thought it was a, uh, I thought yeah. it was a hoe. It's a half object. no. Because it's a full sock. But, like, what are you going to do with one sock? Uh, wear it with other one socks? Yeah. Yeah. So, technically, I have two FOs. Because so, I made two giant socks. By that logic, a single glove would be an FO. Hell what, yeah, it is. What are you going to do with oh, a single glove? I'm just racking up FOs this month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's finished. It is an object. A glove is an object. A glove that is finished is, by definition, a finished object. Is it still finished if you haven't woven in the ends? That is uncalled for, and I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> Someone came into the store and picked up um, one of my samples that I had made with my super beautiful ancient earth yarn, and they, they picked up the hat and just this, like, tangled ball of like unwoven ends just kind of fell out and it was like they just like looked at the head and then looked at me and I was like (laughs) that's not mine (laughs) what no you can't throw me under the bus I didn't say it was you just said it wasn't me there are two people that own that store whatever they infer from that is none of my business (laughs) 
Plus, you weren't there, sucker. That's not fair. I weave in my ends. Uh, fuck. So I'm doing this temperature blanket. It's oh, huge. Yeah. Uh, what? What? Why is it so big? We're three months into the year. What the? What? Look at all. There's That's two so ends many. for every row. Also, keep holding that up. I'm going to take a screenshot. It's very cute. That's that's a lot of ends. Can confirm. So what I'm thinking I'm going to do, I'm just going to put a border around it and just like work the ends into the border so I don't have to weave them in. That makes sense. You could also make it a rug, which are supposed to have ends. That rug is going to be bigger than my house. Get a bigger house. I just moved. Get a bigger store. We have like a year and a half left on our lease. Okay, so... We covered your FOs. Do you have any whips? Feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> I didn't say anything about sweaters. Okay. Okay. So, so, I got, got ahead of my naming stuff for reasons that I can't announce, but I'm very excited about. And so I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna start, you know, I'm on a roll with Christmas presents. I'm gonna finish this other sweater I started for Christmas. The entire sweater quantity of yarn has just disappeared. It is gone. It is not anywhere. I took apart my entire house. We cleaned up the store, so it's not in the store. You don't have it. Mike doesn't have it. It's just gone. Like, the universe doesn't want this sweater to exist any more than I do. <laughs> I mean, we have more of this yarn at the store. No. What if it just all disappeared? Um, whips. So I have the, my number of whips have not gone down, per se. <laughs> Has it gone up? I mean, it, it, it depends. It depends. Are we, it, personally, I think knit me whips don't count. So technically, no. Well, also, I finished a thing and then added a thing. So technically, it's the same. Um... Which is better, I think. I don't know. So, right. <laughs> Speaking of whips, so you know that thing where you like, you get caught up in an idea and you get so, you get so focused on whether or not you can do something, you don't like stop to think if you should. Jurassic Park? Yeah. I created the Jurassic Park of mitts <laughs> i was um i was playing around with cables because my the february project i'll have done the reveal by the time this comes out so the february subscription box project for knit me was like super cute bulky mitts and they were like bulky yarn on really dense needles they were like super cute love them it was a it was a custom shade of pink just for me by my very favorite ancient arts and so i'm like i love this yarn Love these mitts. This gotta be, this, these have to be perfect. So I was like playing around with cables. And I had a cable. I was like, this is cool. This is, this is a good cable. Looks great with yarn. Kind of looks like a heart, which is great for February. Yeah. But it looks like a heart when it's upside down. Because I like put it down. I put it back, picked it back upside down. And I was like, hey, this is super cute upside down. So then I was like, well, I want this upside down cable on my right side up mitt. So like, how can I do this? So fucking one thing led to another and then all of a sudden I had this like top-down mitten pattern with a reversed engineered thumb gusset and nobody asked for this 
absolutely nobody like my subscribers are here to have a good time and now they have to do fucking judy's magic cast on with bulky weight for mitts um so that was a thing that and was, then that was some brilliant mm -hmm. yarn engineer swooped in mm -hmm. and was like mm -hmm. why don't you just do the cables the other way around <laughs> I was so I'm still I'm looking back now with the with the 2020 hindsight and I'm just I'm watching myself like I wasn't like like a third person like an outside viewer just watching myself look at this cable upside down and be like I have to knit this the same direction to make like to to watch the thought process of trying to figure out how to do a top-down mitt and reverse engineer a thumb gusset instead of just knitting the cable in backwards. <laughs> and the the speed at which you came to that conclusion, you walked in and I was like, here's where I'm at. And you're like, why didn't you just do it upside down? Like, I just, I'm still baffled. <laughs> and that's, that's why we make such a great team is because we can... <laughs> see things from different angles yeah but like i was yeah. impressed that you managed to figure out how to reverse engineer the thumb gusset because i me too yeah <laughs> i was like i don't know how you're gonna do that i'm like but imagine if i had sent that out just you know they look at the picture they're like oh cute simple cabled bulky mitts and then they open up an 18 page pdf <laughs> about top-down mitts with a reverse engineered thumb gusset. I bet even Kate Atherley didn't didn't reverse engineer thumb <laughs> I did, in fact, take the Kate Atherley mitts book out of the library because I'm like, surely, if anyone knows how to do a thumb gusset upside down, it's Kate Atherley. And no, <laughs> no, it was not there. So I don't know if I just invented a new thing or if it's like that time where I thought I invented a new thing, but it was actually crochet. He just invented. <laughs> well, at least this time it wasn't crochet. It wasn't crochet. As an aside, though, those Kate Atherley books are fucking life changing. I I'm actually gonna go buy. I've already bought four, and I'm gonna buy however many other things she's written because she is a genius. Well, I mean, like, love her. Now you can write your own book about how to make a reverse engineered top down mitten. Nobody asked for that. I mean, nobody, nobody asked for sideways heel heel first socks, but how dare you bring that up? I just <laughs> got over it. Like we've been talking, we've talked so much about how like how much knitting has evolved and how there there's you know we've done so much, but there's still so much more we can do. And look at you. It's like like improving the wheel by making it square so they stack <laughs> better in storage. That's what I just did. <laughs> so uh yeah that's, that's, that's fun that's fun you're great super love that what about you you invented anything no i've just F been doing whips. i have two i mean i've i've kind of talked about one before is the bulky sweater that i've been doing have yeah. i talked about that on the podcast at all it was on the store account i don't know um to be honest we have started this episode so many times now i have no idea what is canon and what is outtakes True. Yeah. Well, I'm doing a sweater. 
Yep. That's it. Heck I'm yeah. doing a sweater. Um, sweater. I'm doing my first um, bottom up sweater. Ooh. And it's not my favorite. I, uh, I don't know if I'll do that again. But somebody in our stitch night a couple of weeks ago was saying that like instead of doing bottom up, what you could do is start at the bottom of the yoke and do a provisional cast on, work the yoke up, and then work down afterwards from the provisional cast on. So if That's I ever a square fucking wheel, if I ever heard one. It but it it beats casting on 150 stitches. Does it? I mean, like still you technically, I guess you are. <laughs> you're probably casting on more because uh -huh. oh but i really hate i really the thing that i don't like about it is like attaching the sleeves and then working up from working up from that wait you lost me because like you start bottom up you work mm -hmm. the torso then you work the sleeves separately and then you like attach them all on the same cable what and then work the yoke up from that what are the what are the sleeves worked flat oh they're worked in the round but like they work separately and oh. then whoa but like i'm gonna have to kitchener stitch the like armpit i don't understand i've never done a bottom-up sweater like that it's usually they're so easy you every bottom-up sweater pattern i've done it you start with the torso you knit until the length of the body to where your underarm begins and then you work half of the stitches flat front and back to shape the to do the top of the neck and then you work the other side the other half of the stitches flat and then you like um three needle bind off at the shoulders to seam the shoulders and then you just pick up stitches from the sleeve hole and knit in around in the round down hmm. well i guess this is not that pattern I don't. Yeah. So no, because like I work huh. the torso, mm -hmm. and then I work each of the sleeves separately, and then I like put, you know, however many stitches on either sleeve for the underarm onto waist yarn, and then like knit the sleeves onto the cable with the body, and then left like the same number of stitches on the body on waist yarn so that I'll be able to like Kitchener stitch the underarms together. And then, so now I'm working the yoke in the round with the like huh. added added stitches. Huh. I, I, Interesting. I, like you, I am I explaining that okay? Like you understand? Vaguely, I think we'll probably need a picture <laughs> of your sweater, like where it's at right now. Mm -hmm. Helped, but I guess. But like, I'm not knitting anything flat. You're not, yeah. And I guess because the the thing with flat bottom up flat in the way that I have only ever experienced it is that it becomes this very boxy shape and so like the and like there are decreases worked into the yoke and stuff and like I know wow. that sometimes sometimes your tension can change if you're working pearl stitches right so like yes decidedly so if you're working flat that might affect your tension yeah no totally and then the, the thing with that is because the the stitches for the body all the way up to the shoulders are um vertical but then when you pick up the sleeve stitches, the sleeve is then worked horizontal because you're going out from the body. So the, the sleeve stitches change direction. 
um, which does create like a visible, a visible line. So I guess that this eliminates that problem, which is super interesting. But I guess at that point, why not just do top down? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's also Wild. like the pattern. I was a little confused at one point because the way it, like the instructions were to put however many stitches on waist yarn on either side of the stitch marker on the um, arms. So I did that. And then I realized that I was actually supposed to put half that amount. It was like that many stitches total, not that many on either side of the stitch marker. Mm. So I had to rip out like five rows that I had done because my count was off. That's a bummer. So I was not super thrilled about. Um, but I've, I've come back. It's bulky. It's working up so fast. Fair. Um, so that's, I don't know, one sweater that I'm working on. Um, How neat. What's the sweater pattern? It's um, Stjornu. It's like Swedish or something. I don't know. Oh, uh, um, yeah. It's by um, Nordic Knit. Oh, yeah. It's um, the one that we spent like three hours trying to pick a color combo for. Which I was under the impression we were picking combos for matching sweaters, but apparently that was not the case. I don't know how you've gotten it into your head that like everything we do is going to match. You pick, you we put them side by side and we're like, look at how cute these sets were together and you were going to make them. No. You told, you were. No, I think you inferred that on your own because I never, I never made that promise. Grr. We already have a matching sweater. We both have the I hated here sweaters. And that's it. <laughs> and one day we'll have elf nails. One day. That I'm going to give to my sister. How dare you? I don't think it's going to fit me and it's not my color palette. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you should have engaged then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no. One day I'll finish the elf mill. For finished objects, I've made, I guess I have four finished objects because I made. All right, fucking show off. Two pairs of socks. <laughs> <clears throat> and something that I have learned in all of this sock and sleeve making is that I really hate Magic Loop and I would so much rather <laughs> use DPNs. Excuse me? I hate Magic Loop. Oh, you did? That is what you said. You said you would... DPNs. Yeah. What a, what a hot fucking take. <laughs> Goddamn. <coughs> and something else? Well, explain yourself. No, no. We're not moving on from this. Explain yourself. Because I just, I don't like pulling it like back and forth. And I'm just like, I just want to just keep going. In the round, but just keep going. Then go little circulars. Well, I do have those for my socks, but like for doing the sleeves, I they don't come in um, six point five millimeters, the like nine inch. So I've been using. They DPNs. actually do. I um, hi, hi, uh, no, Chagu, no. All of I the all of the ones Chagu that I, has them. All the ones that I have are high, high, and like when I was buying them, they didn't go up to six point five. Either Chiagu or Hayahaya have a set of um, interchangeables that are these, like the tiny nine inch interchangeables. Nine inch. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't I, I was... have that? I have like too many nine inches. Yeah. No, I am going to confirm. But I'm like, I was definitely looking at them unless I dreamed this. My meds gave me really vivid, confusing, realistic dreams. But I'm like, 86% sure that those are definitely a thing and they come in like all the sizes 
because I remember looking at them being like, why the fuck would you need 10 millimeter kind of needles? 10 millimeter? What are you doing? But then I realized, oh yeah, sleeves. Sleeves, yeah. But because the other thing is like, if you do the sleeves on Magic Loop, you can do them two at a time and then boom, you're done two. Yeah, but like, I don't like Magic Loop. But DPN, there's so many, there's so many needles. There's so many vectors for errors and stitches to slip off and ladders and clanky bits and things are just everywhere. It's chaos. Maybe that's why I like it. <laughs> but Maybe I like the chaos. When I was doing the socks, something else I learned is like I did the um, German short rows because I'd never done them before. Oh, because they're the best. And after we had that whole conversation about them last time and I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Because they're the best. Turns out, I prefer wrap and turn. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what? You, no, that, what? What? How, what? What? Wrap and turns are objectively the worst of all the short rows. They're so tedious and finicky and hard to see and not user-friendly. What? No. Explain this. Because, like, I don't know, I was so worried about my tension after watching your heels. Wow, I am getting fucking roasted. What is this, like? Oh, speaking of roasted, we haven't done our horoscope yet. Are you, dude, let's do that. Oh, no. No, fucking, no. Explain this. I am, like, the only thing stopping me from being extremely shil- shrill right now is my roommate sleeping. But, like, I am, I am upset. I am rattled about all of these things i've just learned about you i don't know what to tell you it's a matter of preference but it but it it's like how you like green olives and i like black olives we can agree to disagree but those are both good (laughs) they're fine (laughs) raffin turns are objectively bad why we've had conversations about your your subjectivity and how it's fine that's the conversation my subjectivity is fine (laughs) I understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just can we can we let's speaking of you being roasted. Oh no. Oh no. We haven't done our horoscope yet, and I think this is a perfect segue. Is it about what short row you are? No, it's about what River Riverdale character you're most like. If I'm Jughead, I'm quitting the podcast. I'm, I'm throwing that out right now. I think if you were anybody on that show, like there's nobody you want to be on that show. False. Cheryl. (laughs) (laughs) Cheryl Um, forever. Let me see. This one is in a weird order. It started with Virgo. Ew, gross. Um, Sorry, Virgos. I love you. Well, most of you. Some of you are on thin fucking ice. (laughs) Um, So I guess since it starts with Virgo, the next one is natural Libra. Libra. Oh, naturally. Naturally. Um, and Libra is, okay, no. the One of the few characters in the show that makes it redeemable. Um, Kevin. Uh, oh, classic. Of course you are. Oh, you're Kevin as heck. You're, you're one of the most social signs in the Zodiac, Libra. Much like Kevin, there isn't a single individual who will speak ill of you. You're gracious and fair, so you're able to quell any argument that might occur between your friends. Injustice is not your game, so you're pretty good at keeping the peace. You're also someone who craves partnership because you hate being alone. 
<laughs> you're always surrounded by your friends, family, or SO. When have you ever seen Kevin by himself, TBH? Damn. That was you as fuck. You do love justice. <laughs> I think that is the, the one thing we have we are very consistent on. You fucking love justice. Yeah, I love keeping I've peace. been swearing a lot this episode. Sorry, Mom. We'll get one of those bleeps. Yeah. Um, okay, so cancer. Tell me why I'm Cheryl. Cancer. You're the most emotional person. You're sensitive. Big crybaby. And you may have a hard shell, Cancer, but you're definitely soft on the inside. You care deeply about the ones you love, so it's no wonder you're most like Cheryl. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) She She loved her brother, Jason, more than anyone else. Chances are you have a Jason in your life that you'd protect until death did you part. Too soon? Similarly to Cheryl, you tend to overreact and take things a little too personally. Learn to think before you act because you don't want to end up burning your house down for no reason, Cheryl. No. I've been holding out on that for like, for like a month. I'm so happy. (laughs) I am honored. I'd like to thank the Academy. I am. I I finally feel seen. And also, I'm not even mad about it. Like, I could see you burning your house down in a fit of rage. Constantly. And also, just by not thinking. <laughs> is this why Tinder guy does all the cooking? Heck yeah, it is. We talk about this, and I was like, are you, it, it seems, because even when he's at my place, somehow, he always ends up cooking. And I was like, I don't want to check in, because I keep promising him going to cook you dinner and then somehow you keep cooking dinner and he goes <laughs> he like put his hand on me and he goes cooking is so much less stressful than watching you try to cook <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what fair fair fucking, fucking fair <laughs> uh I'm so excited. Cheryl. Cheryl is actually the reason I started wearing red as a redhead. Because for my whole redhead life, I thought you can't wear red with red hair. That's that's too much. So I always wear green because you know red and green. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Planty. Sometimes I'd change it up with like a sapphire blue. But like never red. And then I watched Riverdale and I was like, Oh, <gasps> <laughs> it is too much. And it's so great. <laughs> and then I got my red docks and I got my red faux leather skirt and I got my red velvet choker and I got my perfectly matched red lipstick. And then I dyed my hair to match all those. And I was so fucking red and matchy. Oh, I got red leather gloves. I just, everything. Oh, I was so freaking coordinated. It's beautiful. Love Cheryl. Love her for that. <sighs> so you're not going to quit the podcast? No. The opposite of the podcast. The opposite of quitting. Is this happiness? Is that what that, is this how you feel all the time after horoscopes? Scene? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Scene and excuse flattered? me? <laughs> nice. Okay. So instead of doing horoscopes, a new horoscope every time, just read this one every time. I'll, I'll, I'll just keep doing like different ones for me. And just keep yeah. coming back to this one for you. 
Yeah. Okay. Heck yeah. That's not going to happen. Which sucker ended up with Jughead? Watch, Virgo. like, he's not even Virgo. in it. <laughs> uh, Sagittarius. <laughs> Suckers. <sighs> well, that's fun. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. We did that. Wait, we're open. We could talk about being open. Yeah. <laughs> so we've done our, our individual lives, but we also had a pretty big together up thing that no this is not how words work joint update joint update we're back open our store not our really it sounds like we have an open relationship that's confusing our <laughs> stores <laughs> our store is mic. open <laughs> our store is open it's weird There's... because like we were only open for a week and then four it became yeah then it became four months of being a storage space slash our living room where we just hung out yeah and now people, and then every time no, someone knocks just, on the door like excuse you this is my home please leave but now people are encouraged to come in i mean i still want them to i don't want them to leave i actually like have been having so much fun talking to people but every time someone opens the door i still get a moment of like why are you here you? But I have, it's been so nice being able to like talk with strangers and also have the door open and talk to people about yarn. Ugh. It's been fun. Yeah. You've and been... a couple of people have come in and been like, I've been checking every day to see when you're open. I can't, I've been so excited to finally come in here. And I'm like, yeah, me too. I had somebody come in on Tuesday because we we were usually open like Wednesday to Sunday and mm -hmm. we decided for the first week of being back would be open Monday and Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So I had somebody come in on Tuesday and they're like, I know that you are not usually open on Tuesdays, but I'm so glad you are this week <laughs> because like this oh. is the only time I could make it out. Oh, yeah. Lovely. I had like three people could like come and i had to tell them to wait outside while i was helping somebody else oh my god so it was nice just to like the people are coming it's nice to talk to people it's nice that they haven't forgotten about us yeah i had someone come in um and she was buying it was her daughter's birthday and i was like cool like what kind of what is was she was she into what does she want and she goes my, all my daughter said was that it has to be a rainbow and it has to be from your store. And it's like, ah! <laughs> I love that. So I like pulled off all the options from the rainbow wall and I was like, these are all the rainbows. And then we just like talked about rainbow yarn and it was the best. That's amazing. But I'm like, there's, there's someone out there that like insisted that their rainbow yarn had to come from our store. Just weird. I was kind of like, I wasn't sure if I super wanted to be reopened, but like now that we are and now that people have come in, I'm like, yes, yes, this is, yeah. this is why we did this. Yeah. And it feels, it feels real again. Like we, cause I mean, we've, it's basically just been, as you said, our living room and our warehouse for online orders. So like, you know, we, we had all our stuff in boxes. We, you know, the story was, it was a mess. Oh 
a little cluttered <laughs> in a in a slight state of disrepair <laughs> um or disarray rather but like now like you know we took a couple days we cleaned it all the yarns up on the walls we have new displays and it's all so pretty oh my god it just like every time I walk in I'm just like we did this this it's, is a real store it's and nice to walk in and be excited about it and not be like boxes Uh, it feels so much airier and like yeah happy and open and nice and like this weather this week has been like you know 10 Mm. 10 degrees all week and it's been sunny and like it makes it seem more welcoming too absolutely yeah if you're in toronto come 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 to the store Oh, and and every single person who's come in has asked if we were going to do classes at one point, at some point. Yep. Can Which I assume it. means that nobody watched our workshop from the flingo market. My teacher asked me if we would. Uh, one of my, my psych instructor lives in Simcoe Ca- County. Oh, my God. And we were chatting before class the other day. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're back open now. And she was like, oh, are you going to do classes? <laughs> Yeah, it is definitely something we would love to do when we have time and also it's safe. Um, but we did a we did a test run pre pre-lesson <laughs> workshop through the Flamingo Market and Glad Day, which is really fucking cool because Glad Day is the world's oldest queer bookstore. Um right here in Toronto. We love them. They are a central pillar in the queer community in Toronto um and they put together an emergency fund they collected an emergency fund to be able to pay queer artists um specifically to run workshops on over zoom and you know support support the community in these really horrifying and uncertain times and we were invited to participate and we did a anxious crafters guide to get it start getting started with knitting workshop it's a mouthful but it, it does exactly what it says on the can it did it did that um speaking of anxious crafters that was me i was when i realized 55 people were attending oh dear god i that is literally 10 times we were like sitting there on the zoom and it's like five people have entered the waiting room six people have entered and just oh like god. oh they're actually here they're here and they're listening and we have to say things <sighs> it was great it was fun it was, it was fun. silly and it was a it was more of a because there's you know there's so many tried and true videos online already for how to cast on how to knit like how to do the knit stitch how to like do the practical stuff but like for me i want to know everything about everything before i start a new venture so we gave a we gave a rundown of everything you need to know about yarn and needles and gauge and tension and knitting and fiber and possums possums before you get started so that was fun it was fun the possum part was particularly important like you don't want to get started without the possums no we literally got started with the possum bit because that's somehow yeah yeah um so that was fun so hey if you want to know if we're going to do workshops, check out that one. We'll put a link on the website. We should do that, yeah. 
and they'll only get better from there. <laughs> <laughs> but on on that note, I think we should wrap up because I gotta go to work. Yeah, early morning podcasts, so fun. And then we got the whole day ahead of us. Yeah, I'm gonna study for my psych quiz. Ooh, and sell lots of yarn. Yes, I will not glare at people when they enter my store and interrupt my study period. It's you know what? No one can hold it against you. They won't. Even, if I wear a mask, they won't even be able to tell, right? Like if you wear a mask, is a mask over your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're wearing masks wrong. I don't want the aerosols to get in my eyes too. Right? They're <laughs> vulnerable. I got those beautiful Libra eyes. You what need happens to if people them? speak moistly near my eyes? <laughs> well, thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bicycle Podcast. You can find our show notes, including photos and links to patterns and designers and the things we talk about on our website, bicyclepodcast.ca. You can find me at underscore dangerous John and Kelsey at KelseyGrammar23. Please consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more disaster queer yard folk. You can join our Discord server where we have bi-weekly stitch nights. Um, there's a link to it on our website or in our Instagram bio. See you there.